Roger and JP. 7.33, and we are very, very happy to have in the studio with us Lou Ferrigno. Thank you, Lou, for coming in. It's so cool to, like, meet you in person. Thank you. It, it's about time I'm here in Long Island. <laughs> I, I never spent time in Long Island, but especially no. from Brooklyn. Yeah. But it's great. I mean, uh, all these different, different towns. I have a lot of friends here, so I'm excited about being here. You came out to the country. Which is what Brooklyn thought of right. uh, Long Island yeah. as, right? What a difference. How are you still so big? God bless. <laughs> God. The men- <laughs> I'm trying, man. I'm trying. That's called busting your ass for 54 years. Yeah, huh? That's right. So I'm doing it now. I'm trying to I make changes, and I'm... It's a lot of work. You're trying? It's a, yeah, I'm, I'm at the gym three days why a week doing cardio try- another three days. Try- why are you trying? I'm doing. Good. I'm <laughs> doing. I saw where you were going with that. Ah, I'm yes. doing, but I tell you what, man... It takes a long time. <laughs> look, it, look, I know, dude, let's just like, mention, Lou just picked up a regular Poland spring bottle that we all pick up. It looks like just a little thimble in your head. You have, <laughs> you, look at the size of Lou's head. Oh, my God. Yeah. They're gigantic. Big paws. Yeah. How, how tall are you? I'm six four and a half. Six four and yeah, a half. And when you were, say, you know, at the Hulk stage of your career, how much did you weigh at that well, time? Hulk, or was it was not about, a big I the Hulk, I was about 280 pounds. When I came back to competition in 1992, again, after 17 years, mm. I was 325 pounds or 2% Whoa. body fat. How, the, <laughs> how do the, you do that? The diet part of the whole thing That's sucks. the hardest part. Yeah. That's, that's, it's brutal. You sit in the couch, you feel like a zombie, you're eating like a high-protein, low-carbohydrate diet, and the train, you're training twice a day, the posing, the tanning. It's mm. a full-time job. If I eat it's another tough. piece of grilled chicken, I'm going to lose my mind. I don't blame you. It sucks. <laughs> I don't blame you at all. I'm eating... I mean, chicken I mean, comes out of your they, ear. I'm eating for <laughs> breakfast. These guys see me. They yeah. look at me like, it's disgusting. I'm eating egg whites with chopped meat over a little bit of oatmeal to get some carbohydrate. My, yeah, especially sucks. sometimes when I go to the buffet, I tell the chef, egg white with tomatoes and slice of white cheese. They deliver the egg. It's not egg white. I right. have to go back again for the second time. <laughs> right. And they, they mess up again. And then the third time, I say, listen, read my lips. Four <laughs> egg white with tomato. No, no. Actual, right. So, yeah, but you're part. a big dude. Like, I eat four egg whites. I'm starving when I'm done. They can't be good. can't I used to eat a lot. I don't eat as much now. No? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to maintain what I have. Jesus. Do you ever get mad at someone like that and say, like, I'm going to throw you through the wall if you don't get it right? I like to. <laughs> I know, but... That, everybody must love it when you say that to them. No, right? what I say is, you can see the, the frying pan kind of shake it. <laughs> okay. Incredible. That's got to kill me. But that's got to be cool to be such an intimidating figure, knowing that you're probably the nicest guy there is. Yeah. But they don't know, and they just see this big monster of a dude. Like, if I don't get this guy's egg on, he's going to kick my <laughs> especially, ass. Especially if I don't smile. Right, right, right. Like 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. All right. You get but the, the problem today, a lot of these uh, chefs, I mean, they, uh, they, uh, they don't speak the language. Right. Because uh, Spanish is becoming the second language here in the United States. So you have to learn to get along, understand the language. I'm just I'm, guessing they speak the language of 26-inch arms. I'm, I'm just guessing that can get a message across pretty quickly. Exactly. <laughs> get my eggs right. Yeah. Right. When you were uh, playing The Incredible Hulk on television, you were, how do they cover you in green? I mean, was that was that something that was easy to get off? Or were you, like, green the whole day, yes. the whole week you were the shooting? Makeup like that the kind of makeup thing? process took about uh, three and a half hours to put on because on the, on the face they put, like, forehead appliance and a nose piece. Yeah. And then they grease it down with grease makeup. The, ba- the, uh, the body, they use pancake makeup. Pancake makeup? Like, yeah. your whole body? Yeah, like four coats. Then you had the wigs, <laughs> the eyes, and teeth. Sometimes I arrive on the set maybe like 3.30, 4 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. But one time I was on the set, I, at the time I was eating a 12-egg omelet. 
Okay. Okay, so I'm inside the motorhome. A Decatur truck that came to me. They said, listen, we're going to leave in 10 minutes. We'll make you breakfast now because we have to go to a different location. I said, sure. But they made a 12-egg omelet. I'm sitting there in the wow. mountains alone with my uh, makeup person. So they put the omelet. I said, leave it on the, on the motorhome outside on the step to let it cool down. So 15 minutes later, I told the makeup person to retrieve my omelet. You open the door. The omelet was gone. The coyotes ate my breakfast. Uh. And I'm sitting in this motorhome getting made up. No breakfast. No food. Five o'clock in the morning. And you wonder why I was so pissed. I tell you what. I thought that story was going to end, so I ate the coyote. <laughs> <laughs> coyote ate my omelet. I wanted my omelet. I just ate the goddamn coyote, and that was the end of it. Do, do you mind people, uh, do they ever come up to you and say, Hulk, how are you? Did no, you it's, the, it's the rest of my life. I could do Tank Gone with the Wind film. Everybody still really? loves me at the Hulk. It's a beautiful yeah. uh, uh, character because when I began the series, at the time, Captain America and Spider-Man failed, so the Hulk was like the pioneer. Hmm. And if it wasn't for the Hulk, you wouldn't see the superhero today. Because when I started, we only had Channel 4, 2, and 7. That's right. Network. Mm -hmm. That's right. There was like one in the biggest chance. Yeah, Incredible Hulk was a big TV show at the time. great. I mean, every, every country in the world embraced the character. Were, was Lou Ferrigno the nice guy on the set and Bill Bixby the a-hole? Or even though the characters are flipped that way? You know, you were the mad character, obviously. Was Bill Bixby a nice guy? What was great he like? Guy. Bill great was guy. Great guy. He was my mentor. He was, he was like a second father. And especially wow. he was a wonderful actor, producer, and director. Yeah, and that was his fifth series, The Hulk, mm. at the time. Yeah. Wow. So you were doing... I thought the, you were just going to take your shirt off and flex. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you were doing the bodybuilding oh thing. How did it end up with you into acting? Did somebody find you at a competition no, knowing that the Hulk was the about movie, to look uh, The docudrama, documentary about Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. right. So then uh, at the time they were casting for the Hulk. I was trained for the 1977 Miss Olympia. So I received a phone call to have the audition. I said, oh my God, this is fantastic because I've, I, I always wanted to play the Hulk. So I went down for the screen test. I was hired immediately. Oh, that's awesome. Because they had to reshoot the pilot because at the time they had an actor named Richard Keel who played George and James Bond, he didn't fit the part. Uh. So I went down for the screen test, and 24 hours later, I'm looking in the mirror with the eyes and the teeth. I said, <laughs> what am I doing here? I'll tell you and what you're doing. You're getting, you're getting paid. That's, That's what you're right. doing. Yeah, I mean, but, that had to be... But I was I was like a prisoner, like 12 to 14 hours a day in the motorhome because I couldn't have lunch on the, with, with the crew on the set because of the makeup. I had a tendency, I had to be in the bathroom with my arm outstretched in the motorhome oh. in front of an air conditioner. Oh, my God. Really? Like, you was, couldn't sweat with a makeup? Oh, yes. They had to retouch me all day long. Oh. It was very uncomfortable. Did they? Did you actually clean it off at night and then the next morning do it again? Or did, did you yes, just stay in Yes, I was the first the one on the set and then I was the last person on the leave. They built a green shower in my motorhome. I had two makeup guys with, 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 with like a three-foot brush. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like some kind of a cow. You know, right. You know, how many years? This, this, this how many years did it last for? It was what, four the seasons. Show. I mean, what? Four how many seasons, years did it last uh, for? Five years. I've done ninety episodes. Ninety. Right. Huh? It was a lot of fun because it's a lot of hours. It's a beautiful oh cat. Every story had a laser compelling message about yeah. life, about anxiety, about depression. Right. Every episode, you learn something. Mm. <clears throat> what right. happened after that, though? Okay, so this ends. So now you're a bodybuilder. This part falls from heaven. Lands in your lap. I'm not saying you didn't earn it. Lands in your lap. Like, this is it. Now the show ends. Right. You're a bodybuilder. What now? Well, I've done five TV series. No, like, when that immediate end, when that show ends, right? Okay. So now you're saying, okay, the show that with this, this part right. that was just a gift okay. for me, now it's over. Like, did you get nervous? Like, what do I do now? 
Or were you just confident, financially stable, and every whatever happened? I, happened? I was never at the time financially stable because immediately afterwards I did the movie Hercules. I oh, right, 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 right. I forgot about that. And then I did another TV series called Trauma Center. Okay. Everybody had the oh. impression when I began the show, I was a guy in the green makeup, and that was going to mm. be his career just to five years. Right. But I was able to take the Hulk, make it successful in my acting career because of my drive and everything, because of my physicality. So I had both the bodybuilding and the movie business and the TV. And then eventually I ended up doing the competition I mentioned mm -hmm. that I did King of Queens for, uh, for five that years. Yeah, King of Queens was a good run. Great show. That's awesome. Yeah, my favorite. You had fun. That had the movie, I Love You, Man. Yeah. Oh, we were watching that before. When you when you choked out, was it named Jason Siegel? Yeah, Very don't funny. fight it. Don't fight it. <laughs> <laughs> don't fight it. Right, that was the line. Uh, we have to go do a, a, a break. Who had a better body when you were younger, you or Arnold Schwarzenegger? Is there a technical way to look at you guys and compare the bodies and say well, which one it, is better? it's almost similar. Are they similar? Because we're only two bodybuilders over six feet tall. I mean, Arnold, my idol, he's like six and a half years older than me. Hmm. So you want to compete with your idol because he, he opened a lot of doors. So basically, if two of us, we put bodybuilding on the map. And today, it's still the two of us. Right. Mm. Yeah. Right. You have the better body now than Arnold, or are you both keeping in shape? What do you think? <laughs> Go ahead, tell him no. <laughs> I dare you. More with Lou Ferrigno coming up in just a minute. Meanwhile, 743, Jillian's in for Ted with the Roads. Your BAV, Browns Jeep headquarters in Patchogue, Long Island traffic. LIE, some traffic westbound into Queens and also westbound between exits 53 and 51. You rock the road to me. 102.3 WBAB, Long Island's only classic rock. Roger and JP 750. Our special guest this morning, uh, Lou Ferrigno, who will be at EternalCon uh, this weekend at the Coliseum with uh, William Shatner and more. EternalCon.com for the info. Thank you, Lou, for being here. It's really cool uh, you know, to have a guy who was the Incredible Hulk at one time in the studio, but also Mr. Universe and all these things. We are just talking to him about all the people you train. Do you have to... Lou, trained Chuck Norris in the past, or you still do? No, I trained Chuck Norris in the past. I trained... Um Randy Travers, uh, Mickey Rook, Michael Jackson, on and off for yeah. 20 years. Just Chuck Norris, does he need to be pushed? He sits me as Chuck a guy was, who you Chuck don't have to... Chuck was my favorite student, client, because everything I told Chuck, he did it. Oh. If I said four more repetitions, he did it because he wanted to get, uh, be, look in better shape for the film. So he came right. to me about 20 years ago. And um, as a matter of fact, you know, Chuck is a phenomenal, he's like a seventh degree black belt karate. Oh. But when I trained him, he was able to kick higher. And... and uh, and he had more strength if I was like the oh. different kicks. So I learned a lot from Chuck, watching him, training him, because, you know, martial arts and bodybuilding, all these different sports, they all collaborate. Mm -hmm. And so Michael Jackson, over 20 years you trained Michael Hard Jackson. Enough, yeah. And you said it was a secret? I mean, I... Yeah, he, he, he wanted to keep it quiet because I trained Michael for the history tour. Mm -hmm. And then uh, and then we had a break, and then I trained him again for the last one. Unfortunately, he passed on. But he's such an iconic person. Yeah. Real nice guy. Sometimes I spent a couple of days with him at the, at the Neverland Ranch. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and that was fun because he had all these different animals. But he was a generous person. Did you hang out with that baboon? Whatever it was? The yeah. Bubbles? <laughs> oh, Bubbles Snake. and Chip? He's got snakes Tiger's still? Lion. Yeah, I don't yeah. trust people with snakes. I know. I'm with you. <laughs> you're an incredible he's... Hulk. You have, to, you have to not be I afraid of snakes. Like snake. <laughs> I do not like snakes. So when you're around, walking around Neverland, are you thinking this guy is whacked? Or are you thinking this guy is um, troubled? Like, what do you, like, when you're spending no, that kind of... What's funny is that Michael took me and he had a Cadillac. He drove me around. Michael's a regular guy. Michael's hmm. not who you think he was because of his persona. Right. Uh, when he's out in the world, he's going to have all these uh, bodyguards. Mm -hmm. And he's such a huge icon. But uh, a Neverland Ranch, there's a few people, it was himself. He was like a young kid, very smart. 
and they're very talented. He seemed tortured. Very. Yeah, mm. because people were jealous of him. I mean, he was great with kids. Right. And uh, I had a great time with him. I spent a lot of time. He, had, he spent time with my family. I mean, I had nothing. Mm. Uh, you have children? Yeah. Did you have Michael around your children? Well, the first night he came over, my daughter was hiding under the bed. Okay. Because she got scared because he came over with a mask on and the gloves. Oh, so right. that's just Michael. It was 11 o'clock at night. Nobody, even my dog don't even know you're here. Right. <laughs> that's okay, but I will keep my mask on. <laughs> <laughs> so he wouldn't take the mask off? He was afraid no, of insurance, right? No, I didn't right? take the damn mask off. I said, it's 11 o'clock at night. Right. Nobody knows you're here. So you didn't think, so you were comfortable. You don't believe all the stories about no. him. You don't. No. You never got that feeling like no, something was Michael. not right. No. Do you not if, if want to? If I did to? have that feeling, I wouldn't be with him. Right. Yeah. Right. I can see that. But you got to remember, person in that position, everybody wants a piece of him. Right. That's and good. Sometimes you have jealous people. They want to take a crack at him, a strike at him. Mm. And that happened with successful people. That's why you would get the impression sometimes celebrities, they had the reputation. Sometimes it could be the fans. It could be people, so it's tough to be in the limelight. He's mm. bigger than, you know, it's funny, you know, years and years ago, obviously, um, John Lennon, during the, when, during the Beatles' heyday, had said something in an interview, and he said, you know, at what point, referring to the Beatles, we were bigger than Jesus. Yeah. And he took a lot, and then radio stations started breaking Beatles records all over the place, yeah. we're not going to play them anymore. And I said to Raj, some reason he came up in conversation when we were off the air yesterday, and I said, you know, at some point, I honestly think Michael Jackson may have been bigger than Jesus. Like, he was the most popular thing he was. on the planet. Like I said before, he's more famous than Mickey Mouse. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, those characters. I remember when I trained Michael when he came to my house, I had to work so hard to keep his privacy because one time when he came to the house the second time, my neighbor down the street came in the house, you know, she saw Michael Jackson. She didn't say anything. She went back home. She fainted. Uh. <laughs> and I had to go call her husband. Uh. He was a comedian. The comedian at the time. His name was like Bobby Collins. Oh, Bobby, Bobby Collins? Yeah, yeah. yeah, great guy. He's my neighbor. Oh, said, nice Please guy. don't say anything about Michael because uh, I had to guard his privacy. It was tough. Open the electronic gates like 10 yeah. o'clock at night. Come with the SUV bodyguard. Oh, tough. so he can't even train during the regular day. He's got to no. do it at night. No. He couldn't go. He could not go anywhere. That's brutal. Man. I can't believe you kept that a secret for as long as you did. Yeah. I mean, you didn't tell anybody. No. You know, and nobody found out. Coincident, like that. That neighbor didn't tell anybody about Collins' wife. She didn't go tell her friend right away. She yeah, we kept it quiet. Yeah. Now let's be honest. Amazing. Let's be honest here. You charge Michael a little bit more than anybody of else. Course. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Ten o'clock at night. I'm taking time away from my family. Right. 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 But, but Michael had. A problem sleeping, but he'd like to train late in the evening because uh, you know he had a voice coach, he had to do the rehearsal. Wow, but he was a genuine person. Just... I had a great time. You gotta remember one thing I admire his passion for fitness for music, right? You know, my passion for fitness, and we both had similar fathers, okay? Back, push, 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 exactly. Push. So we right. kind of like share a childhood memory. Wow, is it true that you can't really hear music? Or that you don't... I was born with a 75-80% hearing loss. Right. Sometimes tone deaf. Okay. So I've worn hearing aids most of my life. I had surgery years ago, but apparently music's hard for me. It is. That's what made me who I am today. What because do you mean? Because that's negative to positive. Okay. I so you... taking away some of my hearing, but I made up for that mm. bodybuilding and my drive being a successful actor. Wow. Yeah, yeah in other ways. No. You know, we're talking about Michael Jackson being uh, so big around the world. As Lou Ferrigno, do you have places outside the United States? Do you have a place where, like, you are just, you walk through the streets and people go crazy? Is there certain countries where you're bigger than others, like, really bigger than others? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like South America, Canada's huge, England's huge, it all is. over Europe, yes. Are you big in Japan? 
You're a big man in Japan. Oh, like, no, if you go to yeah. Japan, I, mean, I, I can't, can't even imagine. Yeah. People must just, you know. They do, because Ch uh, Japanese people are just small. Right, right, right exactly. You must to them, cool. you're like Godzilla. They got to <laughs> <laughs> I won't go that far. <laughs> wow, very uh, cool. You throw on a dragon head, you could take over that country. Didn't you love Godzilla? When I was young, I used to watch Godzilla uh, all yeah. the time. Mm -hmm. You know, one uh, the original Godzilla, what's his name? Uh, Perry Mason. Okay, I don't know. He played Perry Mason. The Perry Mason. What's his name? He was in Godzilla, the American really? actor. Oh, uh, what the hell was uh -huh. his name? I don't remember who it is. Standing there, blowing the <laughs> So you had a lot of titles. Is there a title for? How old are you now? Sixty what? Sixty six. Sixty six. Is there any sort of bodybuilding title for your age group? Or is oh this yeah, we have the, the master competition. We have the NPC. We have also the matches, uh, the different, different divisions. You, yeah. you can compete 50, 60, and 70. It's great today because now with, with bodybuilding and fitness, men and women competing, you have the, you have the physique, yeah. you have the fitness, you have the bikini. Yeah. Beautiful. I know you have uh, Ferrigno Fit. I get that. Yeah. You keep yourself, are you ever going to stop and just relax? And No, you'll just always... I'm filming my new TV series, <laughs> July 9th. It's called Pump. You're going to love it. It's going to be on Discovery Channel. It's like the celebrity apprentice of fitness and bodybuilding. Mm. So this time, I, I get to sit in the Donald Trump chair. I get to be like Donald Trump. What was Donald Trump like in Celebrity Apprentice? Uh, Lou was on with uh, the one with Dee Snyder and Lisa Lampanelli. Yeah, uh, yeah. There was a lot of different people on that. Donald was good to me because I raised $100,000 for my charity. That's Muscle Dystrophy and ALS. Wow. Yeah, I made some good friends on the show. The show was tough. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was tough for all of us. Very emotional, it seems. Yeah, like. nobody wants to get fired, even though it's a game, but you can't help but to take a person. Right. Competitive. Because there's pride involved. You don't want to tell somebody you're not good enough. You don't want anybody exactly. to tell you you're not good enough. Exactly. It's like you and I on this. Uh, we're working together. Right. And I have to think back on my head to find faults in you for the reason why I want to have you fired. Because right. Because every time you go mm. to the boardroom, you have to have two names and two people that need to be fired. Mm. Right. It's like it's like being a rat. Yeah, exactly <laughs> what it is. And Donald being the loose cannon right. coming in the room, you're fired. And when you're an Italian <laughs> from Brooklyn, being a rat isn't really in your DNA. I know. <laughs> And, and how are you and Lisa Lampanelli? Have you ever seen her since the show, or was that a one-time thing? No, These guys it's, had it's a little bit of a game. fight on the I show. Mean, uh, she, she could be mean. Yeah, <laughs> she could be mean, yeah. She's the queen of mean. You're right. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but that's what they want on the show. They want that kind of uh, sure the, the flavor. Yeah. yeah, But I uh, had a good time, everybody. Lou Ferrigno, thank you. You're very so welcome. Good for, thank you for your time. Thank you for coming in personally to hang in the studio. Yeah, and if you get a chance, everybody out there, check out Eternal Comic Con because of the real appearance of this Especially me, I've never done a show here in Long Island. And also, uh, Shadner, we have the cast yeah. of uh, Superman. Yep. Oh, that's yeah, big cool. stuff. Thank right you. on, man. And uh, William Shatner and all of them. Yes, eternalcon.com this weekend at the Coliseum. Thank you for being here. You're and, welcome. Uh, Thanks back for to the me. country outside Brooklyn. You got it. <laughs> right Thank on, you. man. Thank you. Lou Ferrigno, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> 8 o'clock, time for the roads. Here's Jillian. Your BAB Browns Jeep headquarters.